Shut up and sit down. Hey, and welcome to the Freya MMA podcast. Join us in our discussion about the beautiful sport, which is mixed martial arts. Hey guys, this is a bit of a shorter interview here. Um, a bit of tying loose ends. Recently, we've done an interview with, or a podcast, excuse me, with the promoters from Ragnarok uh, BKF, so Ragnarok Bare Knuckle Federation. Um, and they have been in the news a lot recently because their event didn't take place. Uh, we have Andrew Bakewell, who was the co-promoter at this time, or the matchmaker, uh, and now is a ex-promoter, shall I say. He's just here to explain his side of things and to talk a bit about what happened. Uh, so if you have been following the story from the media or from the Facebook groups, then uh, maybe this will shine a light on at least his side of the story. So um, here's the interview. Uh, hello, I'm here with uh, Andrew Bakewell, who was the former co-promoter of Ragnarok uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting, which is in a lot of news recently. Um, I, I guess uh, I can put it over to you. And so tell us exactly what happened there. Um, yeah, I ended up walking away from the company on um, on the Friday, but I mean, I was, I was playing with the idea of walking away from the moment I got there, to be honest with you, a lot of, um, just a lot, I did a lot of lies to, to all. There was, um, just, he just withheld a lot of truth so bad. It, when I, it was hard to see when I was over in England until I got over to Norway and I seen the mess it was kind of in. Um, I mean, it took me a few days to sort of sit down with him and go through a full budget of like, what money was coming in, what money was going out. And as soon as I finally took me like a couple of hours to get him to sit down and actually do it, um, just massive um, red flags. It was like £25,000 in the red from oh, the wow. calculations I come up with. Um, he just lied about sponsor money. Um, that was, he was, said he had £14,000 of sponsor money coming in, which would have paid for all the flights, accommodation, everything, everything that wasn't um, organised when I got over there. Mm -hmm. um, then it, it just got out of hand from there, really. I mean, yeah. So, so let's go back to 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 the beginning. Then, uh, obviously, this is um, was a partnership with you and Stanley von Hafstetter. Um, so, what was kind of said to you while you was in the UK? Because this isn't your first bare knuckle show. No, I've done, I've done nine previous shows. Yeah. Over with BFBA in England. Um, well, my role in the company was to put all the fights together. Obviously, we had some difficulties anyway with um, obviously the COVID restrictions. The England team was supposed to go over. Um, that obviously fell through because we couldn't leave it any longer to wait for Norway to lift the restrictions on the English fighters coming over, which were a problem because the English um, government didn't have an agreement in place with the Norwegian government um, about allowing the COVID passport, meaning all the fighters have had to be isolated for seven days, I think it was, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously a massive cost. So we tried a few weeks before the actual event, we tried rejigging things and doing the Battle of the Vikings, using all the Scandinavian guys. Then I brought in as many European lads as we could. Um, 
all double vaccinated guys. Um, <laughs> and on that, that that was that was my role in the company to, to arrange all that side of things and um, uh, put us in contact with um, teams from other countries as well uh, for the long term plan of putting shows on against other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the legal side of things, um, all the the flights, accommodation, everything. Um, it was supposed to be getting tackled over in Norway, which obviously it's kind of difficult to do that from over in England. Yeah. Um, for another country. Yeah, because uh, hearing about a bare event coming from Norway, there was a lot of alarm bells and a lot of fans did, ha- did have the speculations. I understand from, from your point, you it was a thing of, you know, just speculations because of what happens with the... Yeah, I mean, I, I could only go off what was being told on his end, and he, he claimed to have some lawyer that was working with all the legal side of things over there, but it was kind of, everything was always getting delayed, always promising to send stuff off, and he wasn't, and I'd ask a few weeks later if this sort of the applications and stuff had been put in. It turns out on the actual day of the show, um, the streaming girls who were working with us trying to sort of salvage the event, they they it come to light with them that um, no application had been put in for the event at all. So regardless of what sort of hoops we jumped through, mm-hmm. the police would have still turned up on the day and just shut the whole thing down. So um, as you said, you flew over to Norway. Mm. Uh, when did the alarm bells start coming in for you? Um, after a few days, mate, because I got there and I was like, I was aware the hand wrapping stuff, which I sent him over. I sent him all the de- my hand wrapping team in England provided all the details of the stuff we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke with a couple of guys through um, Hans Pettersen about coming wrapping the hands. I mean, in my eyes, all that was sorted. I've sent him over the details he just needed to order the stuff. Um, so that hadn't been sorted. The accommodation flights hadn't been sorted. I mean, we're talking like this was Friday, a week and a day away from the show, which. Well, at first wasn't a massive because he was claiming to have all the sponsor money. Um, and I just thought it'll happen in the next couple of days. And as a few days went on, I was like, well, why is this still not being sorted? And he starts claiming, doesn't he? Uh, he's just trying to get like, some funds and stuff like that. Then this is when I sat down and made him go through the budget with me, which it turned out was like £25,000 shy of even breaking even. And he had these mad figures in his head that he was going to do all this money through streaming and um he said he had forty thousand pounds of sponsor money then he just at one point just said oh just forget about the sponsor money if it, if it turns up it turns up and we were like wow well, we can't just fucking forget about fourteen thousand pounds mate mm-hmm. um i don't know what he was planning how he was planning to kind of cover up these massive flaws in the show i think he was planning on in wishful thinking of it was going to do well on the streaming side of things but again it just I just never would budget a show on the back of that because you can never guarantee anything with streaming side of things. It, it could have fallen on its ass. It could have done all right. It could have not done all right. But what, what happens if it doesn't do all right? <laughs> You've got a lot of a lot of bills landing on your head. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. I'm not really too much into the political side of things, but I'm sure that there's a lot of time and other people's time and other people's money put into the show as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there were. Um, yeah, mate. I mean, regardless of what we're saying about the situation at the time, just like <laughs> massive <laughs> issues with the finances, I was like, we need to just quit whilst we're ahead with it, you know. And he was just determined to get something over the line to claw back some money through the ticket sales. But I mean, he wouldn't give me access to the ticket sales to see where we were up to. I mean, he made a big, big 
song and dance about not letting anybody see it. And it turns out later down the line, he was photoshopping. He'd screenshot and send it uh, the, uh, basically how the, the, the ticket sales were going to myself and the two streaming women that were working with called Kaya and Eva. Mm-hmm. And it turns out we just photoshopping because he was sending me figures like 500 tickets are gone. Um, then it turns out it only sold 200 tickets like on the day. So he was doing the same thing with bank statements with guys that he was sending money over to that were claiming they're paying businesses and fighters um, paying them money. And they were saying money's not landed, but then he was trying to send screenshots of like um, photoshops, bank statements, whatever, whatever was going on. It was, um, it was just trying to pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes. And it was, I don't, I don't know how he thought it was. I don't think he's done anything. I think he just dig, dug himself a hole and just carried on digging instead of just kind of holding his hands up and accepting. Just mm-hmm. it was going horribly wrong. Yeah, no, I mean for for us on the fan side as well. I know one of your fighters, uh, Simon. Uh, Simon. Mm. I'm not really too sure of it. He's got a quite difficult name. Uh, Simon Sawinski, uh, I think it's called. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, first of all, he was very vocal in saying that he doesn't want anything to do with the promotion. But then, yeah, he was, mate. Yeah, I mean, I spoke to Simon throughout this, and he was he was just a straight old guy. Simon is mm-hmm. got a lot of time for the guys. Um, he wanted to, obviously when things started flagging up because I when I, it was clear to me that there was going to be a struggle in paying the fighters. I, I spoke to some of the fighters and said, "Look, you need to make sure the money is. You need to get payment up front before um, you don't walk away from the show without getting paid." Because I wasn't confident anybody was getting paid because it was relying on a lot of money coming in after the show. Mm-hmm. So like the ticket money, the billetto, they wouldn't have paid for like two days. The streaming side of it, even if it did well, it'd been a few days before it came in. So I don't understand. Without any sponsor money, man. And at one point, he was telling me we had like hundred and fifty thousand pounds of sponsor money, like sat that coming in. Then one of the main sponsors got held back because it was a um, cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. That got held back. So then it went from eighty thousand. That was like eighty thousand of sponsor money. But then he went from that to zero. And he was like, he had no sponsor money then. All of a sudden he had fourteen thousand pounds of sponsor money then. But again it went to zero because it was just he was just inventing stuff in his head. He didn't get any sponsor money. Yeah, because it was a bit crazy. It was on the day that uh, this fighter started saying that he doesn't want anything to do with it. And then uh Shannon Rich was also saying that the event was cancelled because of COVID. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we were very confused was, here. Yeah, it was. Um, I think um, that was just an official statement. Obviously, I, I'd left by then. I, I decided to leave on the Friday morning because I just, I just didn't agree with everything that was going on. The, the event should have been pulled. It should have just been straight with everybody about the situation. Um, I, I tried to patch things up and just make sure the fighters' wages were going to be secured as best I could, but. Um, it's just a lot of stuff out of my hands, mate. And I was just mm-hmm. getting dragged into the middle of something really messy. Um, like I said, all the like pretty much all the fighters have contacted me since. Um, they, they know my role in it. They, they, they know I just tried my best. I, I didn't know a lot about the stuff that was going on anymore than they did. Um, again, like Hans Peterson, I've been on the phone to him today about he's coming over to England to fight on one of my shows. Um, Shannon, I've stayed in contact with. I mean, even um, Michelle Lopez went for a couple of beers with him one night when I was over there. He's he, he knows. Uh, I was kind of straight with everybody about the situation the show was in, but he was just trying to cover up the um, 
the holes in the situation, which just kept getting worse and worse as days went on because he didn't have time to fix anything that was like already there. That's that was a problem because every morning we get up and there was just more big issues to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he couldn't even get the ring in the venue. Um, the second ring he got in, he couldn't secure it to the floor because they said it needed bolting to the floor. Then uh, the venue said they couldn't fix anything to the floor, which I mean, it's pretty basic stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, so you said that you left on the Friday morning. If I could ask, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Should I say? Um, I'm trying to point the finger at me. Like it was my fault. So some of this stuff wasn't getting done. Um, again, like I said, all of this side of thing, all the accommodation, flights, everything that was all supposed to be sorted when I landed over there. Um, the stream, uh, the sponsor money was that obviously didn't exist. We we're supposed to cover all that. He was running around trying to borrow money wherever he could, um, to pay for these things. And it was just more fires were turning up. I mean, I waited until I went and seen a friend of mine called Carlos, um, one of the BKB Italian guys. Mm-hmm. I went and seen him in person, just kind of explained that I had to get off. I just couldn't be around the situation anymore. We just, it was just like I said, if I'd have known all this, all these things were going to be a, uh, an issue i wouldn't have even left england I, I was told all these things were put in place all the legal side of things were sorted all the basic stuff was none of it was sorted so like you said you have reached out to some of these fighters about getting onto some of your shows as well well they've reached out to me mate. Not me mm-hmm. reached out to them um, i'm more than happy i more than happy to bring them into the shows um yeah, the, 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 honestly, I mean, the, the statements uh, he made about him trying to blackmail him were just complete bollocks as well. They just wanted pain for, obviously, <laughs> the, all these fighters. They, they, they train, they, they put their heart and soul into training for eight to 12 weeks, um, leading up to it. A lot of them stop work, sacrifice a lot of family time. They, um, well, the, the fighters, you know, these are the sacrifices they made, but they expect mm-hmm. to be paid for it, um, or at least things to be in place where the show can actually happen because I don't think it turns out the doctors weren't even put in place there was no referee like I said it's like <laughs> you can't make the stuff up that was actually missing from the show yeah I guess uh, it's difficult in a place like Norway especially that doesn't really have any kind of combat sports federation that can yeah, well, it was, but, um, oh, I'll get in the ring I can understand the ring being an issue to get all of but he, he promised me there was a ring sorted um, I had no reason to believe anything, any, anything other than that. Um, I mean, the hand wrappers were supposed to be some tie boxing guys coming over doing the hand wrapping. Because obviously, all these guys were supposed to come from England originally. Mm-hmm. So when we couldn't get the English guys over, um, we obviously had to try and get stands to sort things out from nowhere. Um, obviously, my contacts in Norway are pretty limited. Yeah. Um, yeah. He told me he had these guys coming in from. But again, there was no like real substance behind what we were saying. Would you say that this would also be a massive pushback for the combat sports scene in in Norway? I think it's um, a bit of a black mark on bare boxing all over um, the world. Really, I mean, it's, it's a sport just trying to take off, and the last thing you need is um, things like this popping up with promotions. Um, I'm just embarrassed to be part of it. To be honest with you, it was. Um, one of the worst organised events I've ever been a part of in my life. I've never ever put a show um, and fights for what's away with no money ever in my life. I'm a fighter myself. I just, I just don't think it's acceptable behaviour. And if you've not got the funds to cover the event, 
pairs of fighters it should not be happening yeah i, I really do hope that uh, not only fighters uh, get paid at least their show money but also the fans that have bought tickets and everything like that do get their reimbursement somehow yeah as well i mean to be fair the fans who bought tickets was all through the online ticket sales um that, that that will just get reimbursed automatically for someone pledge to believe but again i don't i've never had any access to the billet or ticket sales myself that's why i just got screenshots of where it was up to but again i've seen some states stanley put out saying that i'd run off with money and stuff like that but again what what there was no money to run off with there was there was no sponsor money there was no streaming money there was no ticket money yeah <laughs> so it's just they explained to me what money had been um it's just bollocks you know what i mean it's, you know what everybody can make mistakes in life and you just need to hold your hand up sometimes and say look i fucked up you know people can forgive that people won't forgive just you're talking shit yeah definitely and uh, us being a platform we have asked stanley to come on and give his views but he, he has not yet uh said anything back yet so uh, i mean if, if he's gonna come on online and starts to tell some truths about what happened great i've there's nothing personal between me and them it's just i couldn't be a part of the mess that was created over there which was 95 percent on his end you know there's limited stuff i could even help with over there it was like just watching it just explode (laughs) well i guess it's a great learning curve for for you also as a promoter in the uk (laughs) how not to do things shall i say oh mate it's just i just wouldn't ever fucking sort of loan out my reputation again you know it's just all little all these fighters came on board just on the back of they all knew me and they trusted me from the work i do in my company in england mm-hmm. like i said i mean we've never had a massive budget over my company the bfba company but we've always found a way to bring in the right people the right money um and put on a fucking good show and always cover our costs and make sure everyone's paid so do you Which have anything in the, in the lineup now in the UK? I've got, show, I've, got show, I've got a show this Saturday coming up in England. Um, which will be the biggest show we've ever done. But again, I know that, that show is covered. You know, I'm very thorough with the budget side of things. And just nothing gets left to chance. Well, I guess this is a, a good time. If any, there's an open space for a lot of people that want to see some bare knuckle boxing. So where can we find it? Uh, on the BKF's, BKTV app this Saturday, um, BFBA presents Tour de Line Fight Series. We're working with um, David Feldman and um, the BKFC company in America, streaming out their Tour de Line Fight Series events. Oh, again, I just I, there's not a lot I can say other than I, ju- I just want an opportunity to show what I can actually do as a promoter on Saturday. When my, the, the company I run over here, and my team have full confidence to know no hidden there's no secrets between any of us we're all, we're all real honest with each other everything I've, I've full confidence in the team i've got over here um i just like i said i just i can talk all the shit in the world but all i can do realistically is show people what the shows are that i put on mm-hmm. i really like yep well you got a you got a great plug in there i hope uh everyone that has been missing it can watch your show now um thank you for coming on and being so honest as well yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on to kind of clear things up. Yep, no problem, man. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself, mate. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.